Hello everyone and welcome to That's the Hattrick. I'm your host Aditya and uh, I'm going to be talking about the IPL today. It's been a very strange year 2020 for cricket. Uh, not just for the IPL but just the whole sport in general. Uh, if you remember the England versus Pakistan test series in Manchester the games, you know, no fans, you know, there'd be half green, half half Barmy army fans in that stadium if it were full. uh you know players not allowed to shine the ball which is unimaginable in test cricket because the red ball and you know how much swing you can get out of it in its 80 overs uh before it starts getting old uh the influence of you know cricket being a gentleman's game and people not being able to you know uh show sportsmanship after the game and you know shake hands with the opposition players because there's all these protocols in place um uh, and you know obviously the disease peaked in April May in a lot of countries so there was no regularly uh i and regular ipl season which was very uh obviously very heartbreaking for a lot of cricket fans around the world but uh now we have it back and uh it's in full swing as of this recording the ipl is halfway through the 2020 season and there is a very interesting game so far uh dubai has seen some more you know gr- gritty games teams batting first tend to have the advantage uh in this tournament so far across all three venues Sharjah has been the most electric venue without a doubt and Abu Dhabi has also produced some more close games um and in this episode we'll be talking about uh the themes in this season's IPL which have been very interesting in my opinion which is starting with the struggling captains uh there've been a few captains uh who have not yet found their form you know KL Rahul scored a brilliant 100 against Bangalore uh but apart from that he's had a couple of slow 50s you know we saw him not at his best against uh, the Kolkata Knight Riders even though he uh, he scored he scored a few runs but they still lost the game by two runs and they are at the bottom of the table with a one win and six loss record MS Dhoni another captain who's under fire not just for you know the team performances csk is nowhere where it should be and i'll come to him in a second uh and then you know there's dinesh kartik kkr yes kkr is, does have a winning record with four wins and three losses but his performances you know he scored a brilliant half century uh, uh recently but they have not been the sort of performances you would think from a captain uh from dinesh kartik yet um virat kohli had his early struggles before that csk game you know he scored 72 as well in another game but he's had he's had his struggles uh he struggles against the mumbai indians uh it took it took him a while to get his first boundary which did come in the super over of that game um so there's been a lot of uh sort of inconsistency captains i guess just trying to find their balance again of course everybody coming to the ipl from different countries have had different sort of warm ups and you know the run up to the league was very turbulent especially uh planning to get all the players in from uh you know from around the world who of course some playing test series you know Ben Stokes came in lately and now he had to serve his quarantine period um so and he hasn't hit the ground running either so uh it's been very interesting for sure and in captains you know I'm going to start with MS Dhoni obviously because he's probably the most famous captain in the in the IPL uh and arguably in the world right now uh but the the reason why MS Dhoni is struggling is it's there's there's a lot of things that have happened over the last uh 
a few months, you know, I I feel that the the death of Sushant Sushant Singh Rajput obviously does sort of hinder your mind a little bit. But Amazoni is a strong character, you know. He he f- did not make any public statement after the death of the actor, you know, who obviously played him in the movie uh, about his life. So I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of things that probably happened uh, with with MS, uh, you know, in terms of uh family and sort of emotional things but he his batting was always under fire uh for the last couple of IPL seasons you know uh with the with India as well there were a lot of fans who wanted him wanted to see the back of him and you know ultimately the retirement and the retirement and everything happened but this this IPL he's he just hasn't got going you know the strike rates you know we associate MS Dhoni he has an illustrious T20 career uh you know when we think ms dhoni we always think of that the young guy with the long hair uh 2007 uh t20 world cup in south africa um and the way he led that indian team to uh, you know the trophy we think of ms dhoni as that person ms dhoni sort of slowed down a little bit he's become a more patient a sort of much more meditative character if you will um but his batting performances have slightly taken a hit um he isn't you know the, the last big score uh was you know it was a while ago I, I i can't even remember the last big score ms dhoni uh made in the ipl it's it's just been that the csk team in general has been struggling quite a bit and you sort of see it uh, with you know ms's uh, press interviews you know he there's a lot of time where he says you know the team can do this better that better and then now you see him actually starting to point out flaws you know he's saying the top order should do better the middle order should better or for example and then there's obviously uh the lack of suresh raina uh, who who went back home to india as the tournament just began the the board the csk board didn't realize what a big miss he would be and the thing about suresh raina is he's a very tough character on the field he's a very good fielder he's a he's a great support actor to mahendra singh dhoni on the field and and his his presence is sort of undermined by the board um so you know they said you know we will not feel the effects csk will still be the same without you suresh and it's just that one down spot has just not been the same since he left you know obviously shane watson and farford two great players they're, they're absolutely amazing um we did see the one game where they chased down 180 without the loss of a single wicket and that's what they're capable of both Shane and uh, Faf but it's just i don't know if age has caught up to the the CSK players in general not just Dhoni but it's seen on the in, on the captain and it's it's very it's very unlikely it's very unlike CSK in general to have this kind of struggles to be 2 and 5 two wins and five losses and Of course they did win today they they beat the sunrisers which I'm going to come to in a second but this in general it's 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 been a very unlike CSK sort of tournament so coming to today's game it was you know they started this obviously Sam Curran came uh top of the order and scored a quick quick fire 31 uh, Shane Watson and Ambati Raidu and these are two other players you know who you associate with sort of getting runs Shane Watson of course is a run machine at the top of the order ever since he left RCB to CSK he's you know the 2018 season was basically his season when CSK won the IPL after coming back 
uh ambati raidu and you know i i feel that his strike rates need to improve uh, in that spot csk do need sort of right now you know who can tap the ball around run singles you know make those singles into doubles if you're in dubai or abu dhabi in charge of find the odd boundary sureshana is very good at square of the wicket ambati raidu is a, is a great sort of is a is a great batsman but he just doesn't seem to be he's just not as quick between the wickets as raina is you know i look at dhoni i look at kohli there's a lot of batsmen in in the csk team you know who are quick between the wickets amati raidu is just not that quick and you know we saw it you know when he was batting with jagdishan against rcb and there was no sort of willingness to run and and i think that kind of stemmed uh, stemmed on to jagdishan as well it kind of like imprinted itself on to jagdishan as well you saw in the run out that chris morris got of him so there's just a couple of things the csk team needs to figure out before they're back to being a powerhouse again you know i look at obviously faf duplessis 30s shane watson in his 30s mahendra singh dhoni in his 30s there's a lot of experience there and i equate this to a lot of teams in uh, you know in in football where you know there's like a, there's a team that has people in their upper 20s or 30s sort of plays consistently well for 2 3 years and then you know the players start getting old and then they have an overhaul it's been uh, 14 years and uh, csk has had dhoni they've had raina for the whole duration they've had some really good all-rounders um so yeah i mean it, i feel like an overhaul is imminent i feel if this season does not go their way if they're not going to make the playoffs there was there was a season where csk won two games and lost five of their first seven and still made the playoffs that's still possible uh if anything today's bowling performance certainly says that they can defend 167 but also on the flip side dubai has seen a lot of the the game at dubai today is just another reminder that Uh, batting first is definitely the way to go in this IPL. There've not been that many chasing victories. You know, we saw RCB against R, uh, there are a couple more, but you can't but they're all happened in the last over. They've all been closer games if they're chased down. Um moving on to the Mumbai Indians, uh well, they started pretty uh, they lost their first game of course and then they lost to RCB in the super over. But apart from that, the Mumbai Indians have been when terrific the the form of ishan kishan is something i want to talk about he's been he's been laying it into the bowlers all all the time and it's it's a big plus for mumbai indians because i do feel that they're one team who has the best sort of indian players on their team you look at rohit sharma uh there's ishan kishan the two pandya brothers uh suryakumar yadav has stepped up big time so there's a lot of batting experience there and mumbai indians is also probably one of the best balanced sides in the IPL and there's a lot of reasons for this of course this bowling attack is full of uh you know experience um there's a lot of variety there you know rahul char has been a good addition and then of course you have kyle pollard here and there a couple of overs um and uh, yeah there's there's just it looks like they're already in playoff mode mumbai indians we've we've talk, this is the complete opposite to csk we we used to csk starting well and then sort of tabling off or like keeping the con- the sort of their form consistent as they go to the playoffs. Mumbai Indians usually are slow starters and they sort of pick up the pace and enter what I call playoff mode. 
But it looks like this season they have started that very early. Uh, you know, a couple of games they played at Abu Dhabi. Uh, you know, they've 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 been really hitting their stride. And those two blips they had were not really big blips. You know, they played KKR on the 17th to uh, the Mumbai Indians. They chased down a really stiff total against the the Delhi. You know, 160 plus seems like a sort of par score in uh, both Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Uh, and some of these wickets can slow down, and, and the, just the batting firepower that they have is just immense. And I feel like Mumbai Indians will definitely be up there towards the towards the end of the tournament. And there's a uh, there's a lot of youth as well in that team. Uh, you know, I was talking about and and the their bowling lineup as well as the the, the sort of guns they have. They have Trent Bolt. Uh, you know, can swing the ball really well. James Pattinson. Because he's not like, had a couple of good games recently, but he can definitely bring in wickets. Just speed Bumrah. I mean, there's enough said about him and the way he can control the run rate. And you know, the, his Yorkers are just absolutely phenomenal. And then you have Krunal Pandya, who can you know get the overs by in a jiffy and you know just hit the deck really hard and force the batsman to to ta- rotate the strike rather than actually go f- go for it. So there's there's a lot of things that Mumbai Indians can be really happy about right now although they do have they do have a couple of teams coming up who can probably challenge them KKR will be a tough ask but KKR need to sort of pull their weight up a little bit in order to sort of give that Mumbai Indians team a challenge and they play Kings 11 Punjab after that I could honestly see them winning that as well because Kings 11 Punjab have been struggling lately just uh just one win and six losses in their seven games So yeah, Mumbai Indians really look like a complete team right now, and I feel that it is possible that they will definitely be one of the four teams to make it to the playoffs at this stage. Halfway through the tournament, definitely looks like that, and they do have minus if if they do have injuries and you know COVID tests positive, but I don't see them not making the playoffs the way they're playing right now. Yes, I was talking about earlier struggling captains. Rohit Sharma has not been consistent either. Oh, he's had a couple of 40s and. uh things like that but he's not you know he's not had the big the big 70 the big 80 score that we saw from KL Rahul for example um so yeah the, it's been a tough ipl for captains um but you know i feel like the mumbai indians definitely have the squad balance they have the personnel they have really good indian players and they have complementing overseas players who will get them through nice i want to go to the delhi capitals because i feel like they're another team who sort of are under the radar most of the time just because they don't make the playoffs as often uh, as often but they're they're a really good team right now and the youth talent on that Delhi Capitals team is just astounding you look at Prithvi Shaw you got Shreya Shreya is is a very very underrated sort of captain leader you know he doesn't come off as the the sort of Virat Kohli leader who's a who's an aggressive guy he'll be in your face you know he's shouting insults he gets the crowd pumped up and that's how virat kohli is a person you see it in his batting as well every time he he smashes the four you know there's a fist pump there's you know there's intent in his running he's a very outspoken person through his actions his body language shows you who he is virat kohli shreyas ayer i feel does also have uh leadership qualities that are really great for the future of the indian team um and but he does not show them you know he is a very 
he's a very uh, introverted person. I feel like on the pitch he's very introverted. He's you know he's very level-headed, and that's one of his really st- strong points because he's been unlike some of the other captains we've seen. He's been a captain who's been successful, you know, either on with the bat or you know on the field as a captain. And that shows with the Delhi Capitals where they are you know, on top of the uh, table level with RCB and Mumbai. And this Delhi team right now has a lot of. It's, it, there's another good mix. It's another good mix like Mumbai. There's a lot of mix of youth and experienced talent. You know, Prithvi Shah has had a couple of really good games. Uh, Shikhar Dhawan, we know what he can do when he gets going. Although there are times where Shikhar Dhawan does not get going. Ajinkya Rahane is a really good addition. I feel like he just needs to find his stride because it was one of his first games of this IPL against Mumbai. And he scored a run of ball 15. Marcus Stoinis has been a great um, addition as well. We saw that 50 he scored against RCB. And uh, their bowlers, uh, Andrich Noche and uh, Kagiso Rabada, Kagiso Rabada obviously are the top for the purple cap. And, you know, Ravi Chandran Ashwin, Hushal, the two Patels. Uh, can really contribute. So this team, there are a lot of. There's not a lot of weak links. You know, uh, the two. The, I feel like Akshar Patel and Harshal Patel. Uh, you know, there they may be days where they're not at their best. Um, but I, 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 I struggle to find to to poke holes in this very solid Delhi Capitals team. And I feel like they're also, you know, potential candidates to make a really good playoff run and uh, get into that top four spot. So it's very interesting to see them as well in this sort of 5-2 and two position where they have 5 wins, 2 losses. And you you knew Mumbai Indians were going to be there. We assumed Kolkata Knight Riders were going to be there, you know, with the batting that the KKR have. You know, Nitish Rana, Shubman Gill, uh, Dinesh Karthik, Andre Russell. There's a, there's a lot of guns in that uh, middle order as well. But Andre Russell has not been himself. Uh, Nitish Rana has had a couple of good scores. Uh, Shubman Gill gets a start. Sulian Larain's uh, action was reported. He didn't even play against RCB. What is going on there? And Dinesh Karthik, you know, apart from that one half century I said it earlier, he's not had a great IPL either on the field. So it is it is very interesting. Uh, it is a good time to be a Delhi Capitals fan right now um, because I do feel like they're a team on the up. Uh, you know, they've not they've never won the IPL. They're one of the least playoff-making teams. But I do feel like they're a really good team. They've, they're also like on the cusp of being there and on the cusp of challenging for this for this IPL title this year. And, you know, we were talking about team balance earlier. Obviously, I still feel that Mumbai Indians have the best team balance of any team in the IPL. But they're certainly in and about there. And coming to team balance... I want to talk about the Royal Challengers uh, and what st- stood out to me this IPL is the sort of bowling partnerships which really RCB never had you know you look at Mumbai and you're starting power, the, your power play big men the, bow, the men coming into bowl you have Jasprit Bumrah bowling wide yorkers at one end and then you have Trent Bolt on the other, other end swinging the ball in and out and you know bamboozling batsmen but that's not the case. That's never been the case with the RCB. You always think of, you know, they had some really good bowlers in the past. They had Zaire Khan in their first first couple of seasons. They had Dale Stain on a first stint before he went to the Den Deccan Chargers. 
Uh, you know, they had the likes of Jack Callis, but there's never been a really good bowling partnership for RCB, uh, a pace bowling partnership. And that's why they seem to struggle at the death overs, you know. Uh, Mohamed Siraj, Umesh Yadav, Kejrolia, all these players, they've never stepped up to the plate as death bowlers. You know, it's very easy for them to give the length ball away and sort of... RCB had one of the worst uh, economies as a bowling unit in the in the death overs and this is why you see a lot of teams who play rcb end up scoring 160 if they were uh estimated to get a 140 at one stage teams usually the, the usual phenomena is teams double their score after the 12th over say you're in an, an 80 you get a 160 but with if you were facing the former rcb unit say from the last two three years you would probably get to 180. Uh, you know, the likes of Omesh Yadav. He's, he's a very accurate bowler at times, and other times, you know, he strays on the pads. It's very polar. You don't know what Omesh Yadav you're going to get at times. He can bowl the short ball to people who played well and get absolutely dis- dispatched into the sands. Although, that being said, this year, RCB, you know, the first game they beat Sunrisers, they defend 160, obviously. This season, in the IPL, it looks like 160 is sort of a, a par score at Dubai and Abu Dhabi. But you look at the the, the rest of the games, um, especially the one against Chennai recently, and that was absolutely great to watch. You know, you have Washington Sundar bowling from one end and Yuzvendra Chala at the other end, the spin twins, if you will, kind of using the slowness in the pitch to their advantage. And Virat Kohli... He gets a lot of criticism for his captaincy and the way he sets his field. And obviously, that is warranted at times. But this season, I feel like we have the, the team has we have seen Virat Kohli learn from you know the mistakes that they made in those two defeats. You know, the, the Punjab defeat. Uh, they just dropped Kehl Rahul many times. The bowling was just not there. They were not hitting the right areas. You could see them sort of give away runs, leak runs. Uh, and he went on to score 132 and RCB lost the game by 86, uh, 87 runs or something big like that. So it is very interesting to see Yuzvendra Chahal and Washington Sundar, especially the way, the way I want to go back to the Chennai game because we were talking about how stacked that Chennai team is uh, with the batting options they have, uh, even minus Suresh Raina. And to keep them down and to beat them by 37 runs, the way they bowled was absolutely brilliant. Uh, you know, in tandem, uh, the eight overs that Yuzvendra Chahal and uh, Washington Sundar bowled, I feel like, uh, it, you know, it looks like you're watching another version of Ravindra Jadeja. You know, Ravindra Jadeja, when he bowls for India, or, you know, CSK in previous few years, you know, hits the deck hard, bowls, sometimes, uh, you know, as a spinner, to bowl in the hundreds is very rare, unless, you know, you're going to skid the ball onto the batsman, sort of force an LBW, make them, make them play down the ground. And uh, it's very interesting to see that. And But to have a partnership with Yusuvendra Chahal, who's very good at flighting the ball, inviting the batsman down the ground to drive, force the you know top edge, uh, bottom edge, uh, the stumping, it's, it's great to see because they're two very different bowlers. And I, I want to I talk about two instances where I saw R- RCB's captaincy, uh, Virat's captaincy paying off with Washington Sundar because... He's been brilliant this season. Uh, he's brought in as a bowling out all-rounder. RCB, of course, in a couple of games have satis- sacrificed the sixth batsman 
you know, usually put Gurki Rathman in there. They had Moin Ali for a game which didn't work. And it's that spot has always been one where, you know, you're, you're thinking, you know, who's going to be in there in from game to game. And then you look at Devdad Padikal, who's come in and he sort of said, you know what, I'll give you guys the chance to sort of play a batsman less because I, I will get a 30 plus score in almost every game. Uh, yes, against CSK, he scored a run about 30. But what about his couple of half centuries at the start of the season? He's been very consistent. They have that particle. He's got starts. He has great technique. He he can find the gaps very well, and he's and he's got the he's got the long shot on him as well. He can hit sixes. And the thing is that RCB relies on Devdat Padikal now, and that means that a little bit of a burden is le- is taken away from the shoulders of Kohli and De Villiers. And now what that means is. RCB can afford that to to use that sixth batsman as you know someone like a Shivam Dube, who comes in you know at the last three four overs if wickets are down and just swings it. Uh, you know we saw him against the Mumbai Indians. He scored 27 of 10 at the end and, and during the end of that uh, uh, RCB CSK game. Scores scores handy runs basically like Ravindra Jadeja um, or Dwayne Bravo of the past and. This, the Spin Twins, you know, I'm going to go back to Washington soon though. We saw them, uh, the, the ploy, the sort of ploy that Virat Kohli did against Rohit Sharma in the Mumbai Indians game. You know, sort of bowled solid overs, bowled his first over, gave two, three runs. And then his second over, Rohit Sharma goes for the big shot and he's caught on the long, long boundary in Dubai in the deep. Same thing against Faf Duplessis. First time Faf gets lucky, hits it into the deep and a shot of falls, a false shot of the fielder, deep square leg. And then he does it again and he's taken. It's 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 great captaincy by Virat Kohli, but it's also great bowling of Washington Sooner because he's sticking to the captain's plan. He's sort of saying, you know, give me the ball. I will sort of get the overs done quickly. I'll keep the run rate down. And the whole CSK game, it felt like RCB had in control of the game. Even when, you know, Jagdishan and Rayudu were batting together, it seemed like RCB did have, you know, control over the, the scoring rate and ultimately when it got too much CSK started lo- losing wickets and th- that sort of pressure has not been there from an RCB bowling unit standpoint for a very long time it's it's sort of one of the few seasons you know 2016 was another year where RCB had a really balanced squad of course they went to the finals that year maybe 2011 was another one but I still feel like this RCB team the bowling unit is sort of stacked Although I do feel like there's the, the, the one place which you could probably poke holes in in the RCB bowling unit is, you know, the Mohammad Siraj or the uh, the sort of Umesh Yadav spot. Who's their go-to Indian pacer? Navdeep Saini has been performing brilliantly. He's another name I forgot to mention because he hits the deck hard again, sort of bowls on that fourth stump line. There's very rare... You know, criticism for him. You know, he strays in line very rarely, but he's young, he's learning. But he bowls and he comes in so fast, bowls quickly, gets his overdone fast, d- doesn't go for a lot of runs. Isuru Dana has been a good addition, picks up wickets. He's been a little bit expensive, but he picks up wickets. And then you have Chris Morris, uh, another great addition. You know, RCB had Dale Stain uh, at the start of the season, and he was just not there. It was, it, uh, Dale Stain's. Uh, so Jill stains a bit past to speak, but Chris Morris, great addition, it's brought in as a bowling all-rounder. And again, you know, the fact that Devdad Padikal has shouldered so much burden 
of the batting that you can bring in Chris Morris after a Shivam Dubey and you know he can come and pinch hit. So there's multiple pinch hitters in this RCB team and there's three four really good batsmen Aaron Finch as well. So it's it's going to be uh, an interesting year for RCB as well. They're also five wins in two defeats in seven. Of course the net run rate is not as good as the the Capitals or the Mumbai Indians but their next game against Punjab on the 16th I do feel like they are favorites and they'll want to get one over Punjab. So that was my first episode of that's the hat trick and uh we've we've covered a lot of topics today uh the Ro- the Royal Challengers uh, the Delhi Capitals the Rajasthan Royals uh, we looked at the Chennai Super Kings some some struggling captains and some common themes in the IPL uh of course batting first has been a very big boost uh winning the toss really important and what is going on at CSK so today was a really advantageous day for CSK getting that win over SRH 20 runs and it showed them that they can defend a total but that has been a theme in the IPL so do we need to see CSK chase to believe that they are you know on the up or was it so, sort of like a a false positive if you, if you will so it's it's very it's a very interesting IPL season so far obviously the covid-19 protocols uh no fans in the stand uh, abwrs causing a traffic jam yesterday against the kkr so it's it's all in all it's a great it's a great season so far and i feel like there'll be a lot of interesting talking points you know the super over game uh the game where Ma- uh, rcb mumbai and then uh, the game where maxwell hits a four nearly a six uh to win the game but and they end up losing the punjab and they're another team who needs to sort of uh pull their weight a little bit uh so yeah the, it's it's definitely been an interesting season so far and it'll continue to be so and thank you all for listening to the first episode of that's a hat trick i'm your host aditya and i hope you've enjoyed the first episode thank you